Hi everyone, welcome to the RWC podcast. Um, it's a really sad day for me, but despite what's been going on, I've had this recording of some people, two people who had their personal experiences with stars and the police in Nigeria and they share their experience and that's what this episode is going to be about. It's quite long so you know do your thing while listening to it and yeah I hope everybody's been safe and praying for all Nigerians back home. I pray that no evil will come before you and I hope we'll all leave to tell the story and never get to experience this anymore. If you're not Nigerian and you're listening to this podcast, this is just an experience of what we go through and this is why we ask that you please share, you know, share posts and let people know, let the world know this is not about, you know, hiding our um, experiences or anything. This is not about covering up, uh, covering up the evil that's going on. Please share, and yeah, God bless you as you listen. Thank you. podcast and today i have two people with me donald and karim and basically um with relation to what's been going on in nigeria i've decided to um reach out to them so that they could tell us their stories because i think a lot of people have just been hearing other people's stories and you know sometimes people don't really it's been written stories, right? So I feel like I want people to hear from your, you know, directly from you guys so that they could see and understand that all oh, this fight we're fighting is not just because we feel like or because we just feel like coming out to protest. So um, I will start with Karim first. Um, Karim, could you please, you know, just give us like a quick overview of how your experience with SARS? Okay. Um... Yeah, it's, it's, it's good being on air, you know, like um, sharing my experience with people is something I really, uh, I find fun because we all need to know how they operate. Uh, if we know how they operate, definitely we can protect ourselves and definitely uh, some of our families. Uh, it was in 2016. I was I was just driving by um, Idimo Area M, somewhere around Egbeda in Lagos. It was on my birthday. I was, I was to go to the beach with my friends and... I have friends living at Diamond Estate, which is not far from the uh, police station. Then immediately I pass the police station and they have one thing. Once they see young guys driving a car, it's a problem for them because they know like they need to extort money. So mm-hmm. that morning, they just I just saw police chasing me like two patrol vehicles. I was like, <laughs> how could you? And immediately I checked my side mirror and I saw them. I pulled over straight. Like, what is happening? Like, so I pulled over and they overtook me. They came to me. They didn't ask for papers. They didn't ask for anything. They just said, you are wanted at the station. We, we, we need to talk to you. I was like, what is the meaning of this? For what offense? And How many were they? Were they um... Two patrol vehicles, about eight or nine of them. 
fully harmed. They brought their ID card out. They came from Idimo Area M Police Command. Mm -hmm. So, were they wearing uniforms? Yes, some of them were wearing uniforms. Some were there. I think the low rank ones are wearing uniforms. The the mastermind of the operations don't wear uniforms. Okay. But they always have maybe like few police, maybe three or four on uniforms. Sometimes. And sometimes, majority of the times, they don't even wear uniform. Because I've had several experiences with them. But this this particular one is the most terrible one. Because I, I, was, I, was, I was forced under duress to cough out a huge sum of money. 500,000 euros. So it's an experience I can never forget. Wow. So... They they took me to this from the spot. They took me to the station, um, which was Idimo area Hem Police Station. Mm -hmm. So I got there. Like, what did I do? They said because uh, who owns the car? I said the car belongs to me, and we can see the documents and all that. What do you do for a living? I give them my ID card. I run a startup IT firm, and they saw all my documents. They said, no, 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 no. So you are telling me you are not a Yahoo <laughs> You have my ID card. You have my phone with you. You have everything. So you've been checking my phone. You didn't see anything. So we were on it like, no, 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 no. There's no way. They said, how much are you going to give us? I was like, for what offense? The next thing they said, like, you must be very stupid. You must be this. Mm -hmm. You must be that. I mean, like, for what offense? You put me over on the road. You brought me to station for no reason. I'm at the station. You're asking me how much I'm giving you, like, for real. You asked for my phone number. I dropped it for you because they are in the mm -hmm. habit of checking people's phones and laptops. So when they see like you have an exhibit on your phone or laptop, then you are you are you are in deep mess. Even so, what they do? Do they like check your bank, your account? We are getting there. We are getting there. Hmm. We are getting there. So I was held from like eight a.m. in the morning to five p.m. negotiating, dragging me like I'm not paying nothing because I didn't do anything wrong for eight hours. Sometimes they'll be like, "You fuck off, just go and stay outside." They brought a lot of victims to, to that station that day. A lot of people. The people I saw right there between the hours I was there were like 10 different kind of people. Different. They are just bringing people. And that's what they do every day. If you go to Idimu area home today, it happens there every day. Bringing people from Egbeda, Ikotun, and, you know, uh, mm -hmm. like all these uh, Igondo and the likes. They bring them to the station to extort them. So it got to a point where, I was like, I did not do anything. So there is nothing like money. I can't give you money because I did not do anything. So they tried planting bullets in my car. But each time wow. they asked for my key, like, we want to go. We were there when they were searching my car. They searched the whole of the car. was right there. They didn't see anything. Then while I was inside, they said, give me your car. I suspect something. And me, I haven't been like, I have police friends and I have some aunties like, that always tell me, like, when police stop you, this is what you do, this is what you do. I'm, I, as in, I'm well informed about how to handle them, how to handle the yeah. situation and all that. Rule number one, never drop your car key for them without you being there. If they want to search your car, it has to be right in front of you, not at your back. Because going to search your car, they want to plant an exhibit. Wow. Do you understand? So when they collected my car key and I followed them, so it was very stupid. Go back! I said, for what? I'm from a police family. There is no way you will search my car at my back. When you're doing searching of any of my properties, I must be there. You, you don't need me to tell you. That is how police operate. They were shocked. Like, 
I, I definitely must have been talking to support police before knowing all those things. So I was telling them, they were like, they didn't search my car anymore because they knew, because I knew what they wanted to go and do. Mm-hmm. So they were just finding every means to extort me and all that. So we were dragging it up and down. Then an email, someone sent me an, a, a message on my phone, like they sent a document to my email, blah, 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 blah. Then they started beating me like I have to log into my email. I said, this is karim.olainka wow. at sososo.com. Like <laughs> logging into my personal email for what? I'm they telling beat you, they you. beat me blue black because I refused to log into my personal email. They beat me a lot of slaps, a lot of blows, punching me on the face. Was this like, is this me. like in your waiting room? Where in, in the police station? What they do, the way SARS operates, those people are hardened criminals, I'm telling you. They don't operate inside the main police station. They always have a building at the back. It's going to be okay. like in a secluded area, within the fence of the police station, but not inside the main station. So they t- took you to, they will take you to somewhere at the back, where they operate, where they, where they do their evil thing, evil evil stuff. So, later mm-hmm. when it's in its back, and the DPO, because they are always like, the DPO must not hear. Sometimes they give the DPO the court, so the DPO actually know what is happening, but he's gonna pretend like he doesn't know. So, they wow. take you to somewhere at the back. It looks so a bit deserted, like an uncompleted building. I mean, it's dirty and all that, and that is where they start mm-hmm. obtaining you, trying to force you um, to collect money from you, you know? So, it got to a point, they, they put handcuffs on my left wrist, and they start screwing handcuffs. Like, we're going to fuck you up badly if you don't um, drop it, uh, if you don't log in. They brought the computer for me, and they put my email there, they said I should put the login. And I said, no, this is not right. This is my personal email. I can't do this. After a lot of beating and all that, the moment they put handcuffs on me, and they start screwing the handcuffs, it was the first experience I've ever had, like, handcuffs on me. I'm not a criminal. The, I started feeling the pain. Like, I started bleeding because the all the edges of handcuffs are always surrounded with blood. It was that day I knew. So the moment they screwing the handcuffs, I mean, it's, it's a terrible experience. I started bleeding. It hurts really bad. It hurts really bad. I had no... It goes to a moment. I forgot the password because I was losing my mind. Wow. My cousin was right there watching me. My cousin was just talking, talking to me because I was the one that drove the car and I was the one that owned the car. So they felt I'm the mm-hmm. one they can collect money from. They didn't touch my okay. cousin. My cousin was right there watching. He was just begging them and all that. It got to a point, my cousin like, you have to log into this thing. Log into this thing. They are about to kill you. Just log into this thing. When I couldn't bear the pain of the handcuffs anymore, I succumbed. I logged into it. And they start checking my transaction a lot and all that. They saw some millions in it. Then the question was like, yeah, we are collecting two million. Two million era for what? Ah, I did not kill. I did not steal. The source of this money is explained. You can you can see the transaction like this is business account. And you can make calls. I will tell you every bit of how this money got into this account. And you don't even have to stress yourself. You can talk to my parents. They did not let me talk to anybody. It was like they kidnapped me. They collected my phone from me. I could not call nobody. I could not call anybody. All they were saying is, we have to negotiate. They are collecting two millionaires. Then a lot of beating when I was like, I'm not doing this. is wrong. This is bad and all that. My cousin said, he just came to me like, even give them this money. 
when we get home, we all raise money for you because they are about. You just have to give them money. Then when we get home, I will find means of how we all can raise money, but give them. We negotiated to 1,000, 1 million naira. They said no. We know, I mean, I said no. We negotiated to 750. I said no. When we got to 700, it's another set series of beating. Then I said, deal. Let's do 500. So, like, of, was it that they would talk within themselves, then come back and make exactly, and say, they will, oh, they will talk, can they you will, do 1 million? Exactly. They will, they will, like, I should go out. They will talk among themselves. Then they will come and call me inside again. You understand? They can be like, yeah, go out. We yeah. want to talk. They talk. They call me back. Sometimes they let me talk to my cousin. My cousin is outside watching. He's not in the in the in the in the room. It's like at the mm-hmm. door. They let him see me. He can see me, but he's not their victim. He's not. He doesn't have the money. They believe he doesn't have the money. Yeah. So he yeah. was not the owner of the car, and so me, I'm the suspect because I was driving my own car, and they feel I'm the one they can extort. So you go to a point. It's like okay, now that I've agreed. How did we? Uh, how do that get the? How do I get the money to them? Then they took me to a GTB. There is a GTB just across the station, uh, in Idimu area. Him, the GTB is just across there. One of them won Mufti and followed me to GTB bank, and I made a withdrawal. Uh, withdrawal five hundred thousand naira cash. He followed me into the bank, and immediately I got the cash. He collected the cash from me, and I was on his bike, and we drove back to the station. When I got the money, they started calling me big fish, big fish, big fish. And they said I should. They now brought some documents out. I was like, what is all this? And they made me write statement against myself, like I'm a criminal. And those documents wow. they, they brought out, they found this in my email. And the documents were um, edited, INEC, no, edited, um, edited, like editing of someone's um, unilearning something, unilearning. Is it NYC certificates? Like editing of NYC, mm-hmm. NYC certificates and editing of uh, maybe a school certificate, editing of one document, academic document. I think one was um, NYC. The other one was um, maybe bachelor's degree or something. I can't, I can't remember that document. But it was two academic documents. They brought it out like I, they found it in my email. And it's edited. So definitely it's a criminal act. So and they told me I should be writing statements the way they are telling me. I said, this is wrong. How can you be telling me to write? How can you be telling me to write statements that, that did not happen? Like, this thing was not you brought it. Yeah. A lot of slaps. I must not talk. Anything they say, they will beat, 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 beat. Wow. So that I must do what they want. After a lot of beating, I succumbed. Yes, I I took the they they took a mock shot of me holding those uh fraudulent documents. And they made me write a statement that like those the fraudulent documents were found in my email. So they were like, so I asked them, like, why are you doing this? They said, We have to do this so that when you kick back, this is what we use to fight you. Because now we have nothing on you. So if you go to yeah. court and all that, this we will not expose it as long as you don't fight back and you don't report us. But if you report us, this is something 
they will use to destroy your life. They told me. So don't even think you want to report us or take us to court or report us to anything because this will kill you. And you will not be, your, your name will enter Nigerian criminal record and you'll not be able to travel abroad. So a lot of threats and all that. They tried making me scared and all that. So immediately that happened. I called my dad. I explained everything. My dad was like, what the fuck in this same country? He started calling his friends and all that. Then was able to call his friend that knows the commissioner in in Lagos. Was this after they took that same day? Money? After they took my money and they took mock shot of me with those fraudulent documents and all that, they let me go with my car. They let me go. They've collected five hundred k, so they are satisfied. Then they let me go. Mm -hmm. So immediately I'm getting off. I told my parents about it. I called my dad. My dad was so pissed off, and he started calling his friends. Then one of his friends happened to be a commissioner of police, as in one of his friends' friend. So that is friend. Mm -hmm. Now gave me the contact of two IC of Lagos State. Like I should go and meet that man in Obalinde, um, Lion Building, police headquarters in Obalinde in Lagos. So that man invited me to the station. See, the thing is, the entire police force is crazy. The experience I had with that man is another terrible and unexpected experience. I got to Obalinde police headquarters in Lagos State, Obalinde or Lagos Island. I explained. They gave me an appointment because the person that knows that man is quite a powerful man, like a retired CSP or something. So he's a big man. So I was able to get appointments. So I got there, I explained everything. Do you know the, you know what the man told me again? The man said, yeah. I should forget the fact like my dad knows people. That if he has to work on my case, how much am I giving him from that money? Yeah. I was like, sir, wow. my dad called you to come and report. He said, see, if you want us to do it, do it your dad's way, this case will never succeed. We'll just keep telling your dad we are on it. We are on it. And I'm telling you, five, ten years, we'll keep telling your dad we are on it. Do you want us to do it your dad's way or your, or me and you way that will favor both of us? I said, what is me and you way, sir? That's two I see. Assistant Commissioner of Police in Lagos State telling me that. Wow. I said, sir, what do we do? He said, you are going to give me 300,000 naira, And when we collect the money, you take 200,000 home and nobody must know. I said, from 500. said, because if we don't do that, you are not getting anything. So is it that you get 200 or you get nothing? I get said, nothing. sir, let's do it this way. Let's do 400. I take 400 home. I give you 100, sir. He said, no. The last they can take is 200 and I take 300 home. I said, I thought about it fast, fast, like, if I don't do it, I'm not getting anything. No. If I do anything, it, I think exactly. it's smart for me to do this deal. I said, sir, let's do it. Then immediately, yeah. so immediately, I agreed. He just called his boys. That is one thing. See, the Nigerian police, one thing I learned about the experience is if Nigerian police want to work, they know how to work. But they are just bloody corrupt organization. So immediately, I succumbed to the deal of paying them 200k, they gave me two patrol vehicles and they took me to that station to go and arrest everybody I know that was involved in my case, that beat me, that, that, that did all those things to me. So I got to that station with two patrol vehicles from police headquarters. Anybody I point to, they picked them. So we were able to arrest. And right there when we got there, we caught them in the heart. So police from the headquarters followed me to that station to pick everybody I point to. That's the order they gave them. 
And right there where we were getting there, we saw a lot of boys there being extorted. Wow. And that happened maybe a few days after my own case because I have to be going to the... So when I the first day I went to the um, to the Obalinde headquarters, it was not the first day. They, so I think a few days after was when they were able to put themselves together and tell the patrol vehicle to follow me and we go to the police station, you know. So we got there. They Immediately they saw that, oh, those police are different. They ran away. So we had to follow them. And we hey, we make sure that we arrest. That they run away. Those stars the run away. Wow. Because they know that okay, the the faces they saw, they saw that this is headquarters police team. So they ran away. So we we're able to pick four of them. Immediately they ran away. I ran into into the bush with them. I ran into the bush with them. The whole police, about twelve or fifteen police from headquarters, two patrol vehicles. We picked about four of them. The rest ran away. So the four we picked, we took them to the station. They were first saying they did not collect money for me and all that. The man told me I should go and print uh, my statement of account. So I went to the nearest GTB bank and I printed the statement of account. It was right there, 500K. So, so, so did at that particular time. So they were still denying. So the man said, which of them? And thank God I was able to pick. Among the four I picked, the one that followed me to the bank was there. So they said, I should identify the one that followed me to the bank. I said, this one followed me to the bank. They took that one into a secret room and they beat the hell out of him. After they beat the hell out of him, he came back, started shouting, crying and all that. He collected Buddha. He collected money from me. He collected. So he confessed after beating. Then we were able to pick the, the leader of the team, which is, his name is Austin. If I see him tomorrow, I still recognize him very well. It was a few weeks after my... Uh, my situation I had, I saw on Instagram that Austin killed two boys. He's, on, he's still on Google. If you type Austin, Egbeda, uh, Egbeda, that Austin is known to be a notorious sass that kills young people. He has so many youths that he has killed. So which means wow. if I did not succumb that day, he's a killer, he will have killed me because he has killed young people like me few days ago when i was talking to, to talking about it with my friends i went on google and i put those keywords your events they were hey, they confessed that they got money from me and all that and the man at the at the headquarters gave them ultimatum to return my money like in few weeks he gave them i think three or four weeks to find the money because they have spent the money they don't even have they have shared the money across the necessary they have parties like di different different boss that take that takes cuts so is it okay. is a thing they know at the headquarters that it is happening? Is a thing all their bosses from one level to another know it is happening because they get some of them get their own court. So if they say they don't know, it's a lie. Mm -hmm. All of them know. So and I told the man, sir, what I want you to do for me, apart from collecting my own money back, I want you to these people are not fit to be in Nigerian police force because what I went through was not different from me being kidnapped by an arm robber. Even hand robber will have pity on me, will not mm -hmm. beat me that way. They beat wow. me like I've never been beaten all my life. And I still give them the money they wanted. Wow. So after some weeks, I was going to the Lion Building in Obalinde for some time. Then the, the, there was a day the man just called me, like, the money is ready, blah, blah, blah. I should come over. Yes, I went there. He has already taken his 200000 out of it. 
you just give me a bag. I should count it. I count it. I saw 300. I saw 300. I said 300. I said, good. You have taken our home. But don't tell anybody. So right there, I took wow. 300,000. I used 200,000 to sort the big boss at the headquarters. So what happens to a Nigeria where police actually protect us? They, they know this is justice and they, we still have to pay for justice. It was that yeah. day I gave up on Nigeria. I'm so sorry like, about it. I would never, I can't live in Nigeria anymore. It was that same year I left Nigeria. Yeah. I'm so sorry about your experience. Like, because so we, were, we were no longer safe in our own country. I have about two or three, four yeah. experiences, but this is the most terrible one that it was, you know, I can never forget all my life. The other experience, I just you give them twenty thousand, and you you're driving at night. Maybe you're coming from the party. Mm-hmm. They pull you over. They ask for money. You give them twenty thousand naira, thirty thousand naira, forty thousand naira. After a lot of shout, 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 blah blah blah. We know them. That is how mm-hmm. what they do everywhere in Lagos, in Ibadan, anywhere you go in Nigeria. That is what the police do. Especially when they see a young man driving a car, it is a problem. Mm-hmm. We are not the one that destroy the country. They should not be. The fact that they are not well paid, they should not be taking it from us, on, on us rather. They are supposed to yeah. stand to their responsibilities, fight the authorities that are not paying them well. They are not paying them. And it's crazy how they don't understand that this it, fight is their fight. Also what does their it cost them to, to hire black and for fight them. for their right? And join the us, is, exactly. They are killing because... us. And the government is being silent. So the government has given them the authority to be killing us. Go because ahead. what they want the government to do is, okay, you government, you can't pay us. We will be extorting these boys. He does be silent. Nigerian yeah. police is crazy. It's terribly fraudulent. Because what happened to me at that headquarters shows how the entire police force is. Imagine going to the level of commissioner level. And the commissioner had to, had to still collect still bribe. money from you. Doesn't he end? I, I think commissioners end. They are never satisfied. They always want to live above their means. No matter what you give, they always want to. They have the lifestyle that they they live above their means. I mean, I've read so many stories of people being killed. I read story of one that sells organs. Like when it, when they arrest you, they will kill you. Yes, I saw and, it. And send, in, sell and your organs it, to India. That is that is Nigeria. Are we going yeah. to? Oh, close our eyes while this is happening to us, while this is happening to our brothers and our leaders are right there. When when election comes, they come to our cities, they they scream and shout. We vote yeah. them in power, only for them to get there and come back at us. And it's really crazy because the excuse of not being paid well is not enough. Nurses are not being paid well. Doctors are not being paid well. But they don't go ahead killing people. So I just think the entire system is just corrupt and there's no proper training. The way this thing is going is going to be terrible because if they don't do anything, the youths have woken up. And the, you, the only thing these people have against us is the fact that they are fully armed and we are not fully armed. It's going to be chaotic because the youth yeah. will also find every means to protect themselves. When the youth starts having guns, yeah. it's going to be terrible. Yeah. 
just to protect themselves. It's going to be because if I'm chaos. if I go like okay, this country is is not safe, and I have an opportunity to have a gun to protect myself, and they come to your house, you you yourself, yourself, bloody yeah. people that come to your house at wrong times, like you see what is happening at Surulere, police entering people's houses, taking them off at night, beating them, yeah. killing some of them, throwing them in the water. I mean, it's crazy. Yeah. Donald, would you like to share your story with us? Yeah, but um, thank you very much, Karim. Um, I have listening to your encounter. It was really pathetic. It shows how bad the system is in Nigeria. Man, um, I'm very sorry for what you went through. So, like Karim and every other Nigerian, you still have their experience with um, SARS or pretty. Um, I was born in Benin City and I grew up in Benin City and um, I've had to face a lot of police brutality intimidation all my life in Benin but two experiences are outstanding I have to speak about in this podcast first um, while I was in university in Nigeria University of Benin um on a very good evening, we went out, we left um, campus, we drove down to Jari, Benin City, to have some good time with a friend that was celebrating um, her birthday. On our way coming back, we got, we saw these people, these ass people, and not knowing they were in the club with us, and um, they followed us. And at the point they stopped us, it was um, if you know Benin very well, at around the Usulu area, it's not a good environment. If anything happens to you there, nobody would know. And it was dead dark at night. Um, they asked us to come down from the vehicle. We did. Um, they asked for particulars, uh, ID cards, and we gave them. They even went as far as checking phones, and we gave them our phones to check. They didn't find any um, evidence against us. But one of the um, SARS officers looked me straight in the eyes and said, oh boy, this is your English when they speak. You're not going to help you. I go arrest you. I go give you gun. You'll be courtist and you'll be kidnapper. So that that threat was, was out of this world. And at that point, no nobody was there. It was around 3 a.m. in the morning, which means they can put a gun in our hand, they can frame us up, and there will be no evidence. We cannot even say it's a lie because they will tell you they caught them so um, in this place and they had all this on them. And with the fact that we've heard several stories from different people, so we now later ask them, sir, what is the way forward? They said, let's go to the ATM. And that day, they withdrew as much as they could from everybody. Forgot to have it. I was still, I was still in, in university. I think my limit then was the only at fifteen thousand a day. That was why they couldn't go across, um, above mm-hmm. that limit. They did that for everybody, and they allowed us to go. The other experience was um, in my final year. I, I went, I went home that Sunday to get some stuff to take to school. And um, we had this, it's funny, we had this thing out in our house. 
like in the other apartment in the house. So she wasn't behaving too well, and my mom gave her a quick notice to leave the house. Mm-hmm. And then the husband came and all that, boasted, they have brothers that work in the police, blah, 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 blah. And my mom said, this is my house. I decide who stay and who leave my house. So you are not following the rules and regulations they told you before you moved into this house. Please, you have to leave the house. And they eventually left. That Sunday, that I, like I said, I went home to get some stuff. Um, after getting them, I stepped out of the house. But not up to three minutes away from my house. I started hearing gunshots. Like this was so close. I was, what is happening? It went on for like up to 30, 40 seconds. Shooting, like just continuous shooting. And next, my, when they stopped, my phone rang and my mom said, they'd be shooting, they'd be shooting, they'd be shooting. They were like, who's, who's been shooting? I had to run back home, which was not so far away from where I was. And I found out that this pool, this tenor, this ex-tenor of, of my mom went to the SARS brother. They came and started shooting. They didn't shoot to the roof. They started shooting straight into our, our wow. living room wow. from the front of the house. started shooting straight into our living room. And they had bullets everywhere. And I had my mom sitting in the sitting room. My late dad was still at, um, was sitting was seated. My cousin who came to visit from Abuja was seated. So they all had to lie, uh, lie down flat on, 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 um, in the city room. And I got there, I saw bullet piercing different parts of the city room. I was like, what is all this? And we were able to report it to the police. And, um, and they told us they don't know this. That, that, that's what they always say. They, they always say that. They don't they always say officer. that. Because they it's don't know, all of them. They don't know this person. Uh, they started asking questions. Yeah, started asking questions. Did they wear uniform? Like, so it was. It was so. I just told my my mom. I said, just calm down. So we reported the case at the police station. We suspected the guys were were working. They said they don't know them. We went to the um, um the area command. They said they don't. So um, through my uncle is a lawyer. He wrote a petition to to the commissioner and and the commissioner said okay we have to we have to like I said like like Karim said they know these people own, like, you know they I know, know these people those they, people, they, they want know to themselves work. and they know that they that will. is all all of them do so they will never prosecute their colleagues because they do the same thing yeah so when you when you go yeah. there to report they just look at you so they are not doing anything so when when it came from the commissioner, when 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 it came from the commissioner, all of a sudden the same DPO that told us uh, he doesn't know anybody like that brought out this person and he was arrested, and the case was to be tried and to court, charged to court for him to face trials. Um, I don't know all sort of family members of the policeman from I think he was from Kogi State. They all came to Benin. Lying down, crying. But I kept asking one question: If these bullets that, that ran into my apartment, into my house, into the living room, had killed people in my house, will you come here and beg? Exactly. Will you come here and beg? So it was that crazy. They started begging this, that, 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 that. Um, the commissioner of police then uh, did. I think he did his best. 
anyway, we had to settle outside court because you know Nigerian moms they are always this. Uh, you come and beg after some time, they just mm-hmm. forgive. But I, I on, for me, I wanted the, the 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 case to have continued in court, and so he faced justice because that was our attempted murder. I kept on saying that's an attempted murder. You don't do that because. Um, your brother was asked to leave the house. This is not your brother's house. And your brother was not asked to leave the house on, 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 without any prior notice. So this is this are one of the um, things we have to live with, with these SARS mm-hmm. people and the Nigerian police. So that was why on the day of the protest at the Nigerian embassy, I was, I was really emotional because... I've seen I've seen people die. Trust me. There was this church member. There was this church member of ours was going to VG. He was going to VG. He was arrested on his way with the Bible in his hand, with even the um, um the the flyer for the program in church in his Bible. They arrested him before the parents. Before look at look at the funny part. Before the parents Ooh. showed up the next oh day, God. they already oh, killed wow. him. They already killed him. They 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 used they exchanged him with a dead. It was when investigation was was carried out, and they found that they exchanged him for another hardened criminal was called that was supposed to be killed. Oh so they exchanged God. him for that one, like for that one to gain freedom, and killed him in place of that person. Jesus Christ. Yes. In university of in university of Vinny, 2014, a final year student from microbiology, because I attended University of Benin, a final year student from microbiology was in front of his house to enter the to enter his own um, 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 compound while the, a police officer shot at him. He died on the spot. Do you know what happened? They brought a bag. They buried him. They killed him in front of his house. The parents heard the gunshot. While they were inside, they thought it was or maybe robbers or something. They never knew it was their son that was killed in front of their house. They took him away and buried him. Mm-hmm. It was after some days, he was declared missing. Investigations started and if they saw his, his, his body in a shallow grave. And it was later found out that it was um, Ogida Police Station, men from Ogida Police Station in Benin City, that killed this young man. They shot him from the back. When they, when they carried that investigation, started doing all their different um, um, analysis. They found that he was shot from the back. And you know what? The police officer said um, he was holding a gun and they brought one bag. It's crazy. They brought one bag. The bag was so small. And then the gun they, they placed in that bag was so big that I don't think any foolish person would hold a small bag with a long gun in it so everybody can know he's carrying mm-hmm. a gun. So... These are some of the things. It's crazy. We don't want these people. We are not against police. They should understand this. We are not against law and order. They should understand. In fact, Nigerian youth love law. Do they want law and order? They want law and order. So they shouldn't see us as people who don't love law and order. But we just want these crazy things to stop. A lot of young persons have been killed. I'm te- I live in Benin. I know what happened every day. Trust me. It is bad coming from Benin. You cannot even walk in Benin. You are more scared of people exactly, who will come exactly. with unidentified exactly. vehicle 
it's all identified uh, uh, a uniform with guns that's how it is in Lagos that even well. the robbers they're unidentified they don't they don't they don't use plate number majority of times it they is... don't use plate numbers they don't they don't even use patrol vehicles they don't even know yeah, they, they can just use yeah, one uh, a regular uh, commercial car, transport yeah. bus and Siena or those transport bus, yes, those um, um, uh, private uh, they buses will not, they will not with wear um, they with will not um, wear and the painting of uh, yeah, they will not wear uniforms. They all wear black, and I can't, I can't, fig- I can't just factor into my head. How will you wear black on black and no you want me to respect that? Nothing. No means of it. And the moment me, you I was say just, no, I was, let they kill someone. They killed people. When I'm with them, when I find myself with them, I'm always praying on the yeah. inside. Like I'm praying on my mind, like God, don't let these people kill me. Don't let I will be I'll be praying on the inside. Yes, that's right. That that and that's that that's that's the fear they've they've put in the heart of so like, you, you totally negotiate with them. They kill you. That's the option they always give you. Yeah, you just have to you just have to negotiate. Like, um, okay, I'm motivated. Let me call my people. Let me do this, you know. Mm-hmm. Do you guys think this um changing the name from NSARS that's a big bullshit? I mean, we are not fools, we are not stupid. The government actually thinks we are stupid. The entire police system needs to be reformed. Naming or no naming. I mean, they can call it whatever names they like. It's still the same people. It's like taking um old wine and placing it in a new bottle. Okay, okay. There's Let me even give this example. Yeah. When There's no difference. Nepa to PHCN, did we see difference? Come on, it's the same thing. <laughs> no it's difference. difference. <laughs> it, it, it was SARS at some point. Later it became exactly. federal SARS. And it's still what it is. It was, I think it was state SARS <laughs> it's still before. what it is. The, what they no? did before was they, they take orders from the state level. So later, later they upgraded them like they only take orders from federal level, and what it means federal, is the DPO cannot yeah. even cannot even talk to them. So they operate independently out of the state level. They get orders from above. So what they do is the state level they will just be sorting those people, sorting them, sorting them. Their orders come from above, and all these changing of names. So what do you guys think? Yeah, what do you guys think would be like, how do you think we'll be able to solve this problem? Because, you know, the government is saying they don't want people to lose their jobs. No, criminals criminals have to lose their jobs. um, Criminals have to. If they don't want people to lose their job, do you know the number of people that lost their jobs when they ban um, um, all these guacada in Lagos, bike services in Lagos and all those things? Do you know... Yeah. thousands of people that lost their job these people are stupid wicked fools Chidera we, sh- we have to start holding people accountable people have to start going in for it for all their actions and inactions so, yeah. and before we start talk about reorientation of people the police and all that trying to increase their salary give them a better life but first, the people that have yeah. done this crime, there are yeah, some good police that will never do such. Yeah. So the pe- the people that the people that did, that, that did these atrocities, they should they should be prosecuted. They should face every part of the law, every mm-hmm. part of the law. The, the, I, 
it, it's it's not a matter of for about forgiving these people. No, no. it's a matter of it's a matter of them of the facing the, the consequences of their action. Yes, they have to. They have to. But else, I'm, I'm else, just... else, else, excuse me, Chidera, else, if this is not done, if this protest lingers on, and maybe at, at some point, you come to a compromise and people go back to their home, trust me, they are going yeah, to definitely. be 10 times ruthless. Yes, yes, definitely. I thought about that. They were they are going to they are going to be ten times ruthless. Yeah. The demon. So we have we have to we have to get and to you know you know don't you know you know don't we can't afford to back down. Nigeria is not about SARS. This thing has gone beyond SARS. Nigeria needs to be reformed. The entire system, not just SARS. Yes, everything is wrong in every sector. I'm telling you. Karim. It is it is either they restructure Nigeria. But but, or but remain you, you know you know protesting. one thing this evil we people, had a COFAP report people, of, of ah, 2014. Very selfish, we had evil, they would not want to restructure. What me I'm after, Buhari should resign. We need to start another election that is so transparent. No, 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 it, no, no. If Buhari, if Buhari, if Buhari do the right, it's not about the name of the person who is there, it's about doing what is right. It's about doing what is right. If the answers yeah. is just the catalyst that is speeding up this rate of all these reactions we're having in Nigeria and across globally. So the answers was just the was just what led to every other thing. We need I'm telling you, we, we really need we need I it. I told someone, I said I, I told I, I I I told them at the embassy um on, on Thursday last week. I said Nobody is happy to go away from their homes, away from their family, their loved ones. It's all because things are not working. Yeah, we don't, we don't have a system find... that works. Yeah, you will not. From Saudi Arabia, saying you do business and go back. Even don't even say South. They will not stay. Just say South Africa. They go back. How many South Africa do you see abroad? Because the system is working for them. Why would they want to travel? I really see. Have you seen a a Canadian rushing for Nigerian visa? Because their country is good, and it's working. Because they have a working system. They have a system that works. Before now, we 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 see. If your country is less performing, if the systems are not working, immigration. Becomes difficult. Exactly. Even with those that have the genuine intentions. Yeah. When I, when Nigeria was so good, Nigeria visa lottery every year comes to Nigeria. Traveling. People yeah. have genuine reasons for traveling outside Nigeria. Maybe to it's easy now. You have your money. You pay your school fees. You. you do everything, and some countries will still deny you because you are in, because you are a Nigerian. That is it. Yes. Because you are a Nigerian. This has to stop. We have to restructure the country. Yeah, Irrespective who is there, whether Buhari, whether Jonathan, we have to restructure it. We have we 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 just and people and this restructure we are talking about it has to also affect everything, these um everything. public office holders. They have to be accountable. Every people needs people to need to be accountable. People need to be accountable. And and I mean, personally. Personally, you can't, I don't see that why money, they have a senator should be earning 29 million 
they don't have money to invest in education. If you, if you if you look at, the right, down. Look at the state of our secondary schools, look at the if you look schools, look at the state of the health sectors. The hospitals are you know are ill-equipped. Imagine a teaching hospital, a whole teaching hospital serving the whole state when COVID nineteen was terrible. They don't even have ventilators. Could you imagine? A state hospital. <laughs> that, that, okay, okay. Let's. You are talking about ventilator. I think because uh, um, um, that's even new to us. We all know cancer has been in Nigeria, rampaging Nigeria for a very long time now, and the whole of Nigeria. Have you asked yourself how many? Um, what is it called again? Um, this radio, whatever they use in treatment. Radio. Yeah, this okay. yeah they using they don't have it abroad in the whole of Nigeria. People I have think, to uh, travel abroad. I, I think I think it's just um loot um Ibadan yeah and then um, one other place one other private clinic they used to have in um, UBTH broke down that was it. I think Babcock used to have one um so and do you know do you know do you know how many persons are supposed to be treated with such machines people, and people are dying. they will be alive today. So uh, it, the, the thing is, we have to start telling ourselves the truth. You cannot tell me the crude oil in the Niger data is, is Nigeria resources. We should all have um, a share of it. Why Zanfara is selling its own gold? That's, you, see, you, see, you see corruption. It, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. They sell directly to Central Bank and keep the proceeds as state revenue. This is so so called Zanfara that every other location is coming from OS OSCs from the Niger Delta. So these are some of the things we have to talk about. We have to stop this monopoly of of of, of, of economy. We have to see how other ports can be working apart from the Papa port. We have to we have, we have to we have to see how this whole um, um just attending a, a a secondary school. Is the requirement of becoming the president doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So it's we have we have we have a cofab um that was heard in 2014. The report was superb to place Nigeria in that position. They are refusing to implement it. If they don't implement it, they don't implement anything. Yeah, if they don't want to implement it into law, to be we need to change that so-called 1999 constitution that was adopted from the 1989. Exactly. It is total trash. To, I think it we need to, to these um, people. We need, um, to... we need to start pushing a new hashtag. Full reform involves rewriting all the bullshit the con- country is running on. They have to rewrite everything. Yeah. That thing called constitution we have gives them impunity and their families. That's why they all struggle to be in power. So they can, they, they can always remain in power. Have you seen? Have you seen the the pay the pay for governors, ex governors, and all that? It is bullshit. I've seen it. And being an ex being an ex governor is like being the richest person in Poland. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's crazy the things that comes with it, and that's why we, they all we, do everything we, possible. Nigerians to are ring elections. The, to... the people in power, yeah? they are unbelievably rich. People like Tinumbu, that man is. I believe Tinumbu can it's feed crazy. the whole of Africa. I don't even think that man has what is wrong Definitely. with them. Why are they greedy? Why are they wicked? 
why are they evil? Like, I don't think if in my life, if somebody is giving me 29 million every month, and I know that in my own little community, somebody cannot go to school, and I will collect that money and close my eyes. You know, eyes, the thing is, when we, well when we put night, monsters in power, that is, the, that is the result. Those people are monsters. They are not human beings anymore. But 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 you know but you know guys you know guys you know there's a there's a limit at which you're gonna push people you push them and they get to this point it's either they they get killed or they fight back I think this is where we are right now I know yes. they've started they've started Abuja, they've started Abuja. all their they've started all their politicking with this whole right um protest they are trying to say it's not a riot. Like what happened today yes. in Benin? If you Benin. if you see the if you watch the video carefully, these inmates came yeah. out from the prison, scaling yeah. the fence without their inmate clothes. You know, in, prisoners have their clothes. They didn't even break the door. The, the, the gate to the prison was locked, which means if I when I was much younger, I used to go do um prison visitations then in church. Um, if you go to that place. There is an inner security. So it's not as if the inmates have access to just come directly to that big wall that you see. No. Or unless someone or unless someone opened the, the gate for them to come out from their cells, to come out from the first line of defense. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Gate. It was all calculated. It was all calculated. They opened it for them. They told them, change your clothes. In fact, I don't think some of them were inmates. Like um, uh, somebody who carried box. Yeah. Clothes. I said, oh, so you have time to. They back. knew. They knew it was going to happen they today. They so they changed. Them. They didn't wear their image clothes. They changed into normal clothes. So someone, someone said he was there since 2014, and he was wearing, I think, a 2019 Arsenal jersey. It does not correlate. Yeah. It does not correlate. Yeah. It doesn't correlate. So this is these are some of it. Okay, today in Lagos. I saw some person stoning vehicles of police officers and police officers, they're running with that retaliating. These are some of the videos they want to put out in the coming hours, yeah. in the next 24 hours. They are working hours. so hard yeah, to so, yeah, instead to of target, doing their job. To target so that they can come in and start killing people. So you see, instead of thinking like this, Instead of th- having this time and energy to think in this direction, why not do the right thing? As in that putting all this energy revolution, revolution the right thing, thing what, that can work right in Nigeria. Thing. The protest has to lead to a revolution. Else, we will not see results. These people have been in government since 1960. I'm telling you, they've seen they've seen so many protests. They know. They know. They are crooks. <laughs> You understand? <laughs> I'm actually really protests. proud of like the Nigerian youth because no, I think I know. I think I think what people say. I think I've done a lot of research about Nigeria, the protest, and no, the only difference right now is the internet, and that is making things a little bit difficult for them. Yes, awareness. People can. What is happening? It's not. Yeah, people yeah, can see. People unlike, can unlike, yeah, unlike, unlike in the eighties and seventies. The first yes. thing is they shut down radio stations. Yeah, they shut down radio stations. Only, only. If, Do you uh, even know that the the, TV, the television stations, the local television stations, are lying? No, 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 no. They are, they are part of the game. They are children. You don't get the game that they play in Nigeria. The game they play in Nigeria is every of those organizations are being run by the wicked people. Media is being run by the wicked people. The likes of Tinumbu. 
okay let me ask let me ask you some let me ask let me ask you guys let me ask you guys some some questions who is the owner of ait Talk Messi, a politician. Yeah. Yeah. We do not have TBC. Tinubu, a politician. A politician. See, this is where it's coming from. <laughs> oh. The only special I trust channels, now is Arise. I think he's on YouTube. Yeah. So, Arise if you look at these other TV stations or or the local stations in Benin, in Rivers, or your drama owned by politicians. <laughs> I remember. Is that, is, 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 that, is, is that it's for the politicians exactly. or it is for the government? So they tell they they look they at, tell the people at, what, what happened, they want to tell them. What in, the uh, only uh, difference right now, years ago, before the governor you died, know, um, the before Ajumabi died, Ajumabi said he was not going to hear yeah. anything about his political and um, another uh, four years he wanted to go for. And because in Kaifele, who owns Splash FM, refused not to hear, because the whole Libado people, they hate him. They hate the governor. They hate him so much. And in Kaifele, the people love him. So in Kaifele, hearing the program looks like he's supporting the governor. And he came, he came out for the part of he's it, not going no? to hear anything about the government's agenda for another four years because he's a man of the people. And he doesn't want to like he doesn't want to give people impression like he has collected money, because some people actually have integrity. He's a man of integrity. So because he refused Ajumobi uh, to uh, to hear Ajumobi's program, that was why Ajumobi went went to demol demolish his radio station during broad daylight, brought it down with trucks. I mean, with all these um, bulldozers and all that, they brought the whole building down. During no, the like, what I did the guy do? What offense? No offense. No. And there was no prosecution. And there was no prosecution. They said. They said. They said he attached. The, the, the logical explanation was that uh, when he built um the the structure initially, that the the plan did not carry. He brought, he brought was it a Or one attachment he did. That was why they destroyed. Oh, you did not even destroy that part that was attached to it. I saw. The I saw it. So that's the impunity these people No, want. we are not running democracy. They say we are running, we are running something worse. Yeah, something worse so. than even... Uh, it's just an autocratic military... government. We are just in a military era. Let's not lie to ourselves. We can't talk. They don't carry us along. They treat us badly. This is a military government. Not dem what is democracy? There has never been They keep saying they are working on it. Any working on what? Let's show you're working on They don't prosecute. They don't do anything. So this is we are not doing democracy. Everybody is just begging, begging, collecting bread. Am I eating begging? How I mean, people are saying that you know we are causing traffic all over no, this. The divide and rule, Chidera. Chidera, that's the divide and rule system. They've met with some they groups, some giving them money, groups, some persons. They've paid them some influence, some influencers in Instagram and um, Twitter. They've already given them money. If you see, they had. They are changing matter already. You know, we've warned them already. We've told them that we don't have a leader. So anybody are giving no, no, they know, they know, they know they don't have a leader. But these persons, they have followers. People listen to them. Okay, let me give you an instance. Someone like yeah. um, what's her name? Uh, no, uh, what's what's her name? I mean, uh, Kemi. Okay, uh, Kemi. I don't know. I can't pronounce her name correctly. Yeah, Kemi. Oh, Ke that woman. Ke Ke 
That woman is mentally. Yeah, she 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 has what she has followers. Trust me. She has followers. Yeah. She's one of those persons yeah. that I think go back, go back, blah blah, and a whole lot of others. Okay, today the Igbo you know, youth, one certain Igbo youth group said um they are not part of it. They want, you know, this is the divide and rule system. You know, she ke- she came in at the beginning and she said that why well, there is Yahoo that. people that. that want to that are protesting. That woman is too that. I'm like okay, yeah, even I, if and I love he came here, little woman. There was a time, time she used to make money that, that we want to promote Yahoo. The woman, I feel like she's she has a mental problem kind of because like personally point, she's a very crazy person. Okay, lately. even I mean, if you are a Yahoo boy, right? Yeah, but personally, my question is: even if you are a Yahoo boy, not to you be killed. Exactly. To if they see something wrong with you, law, not they to take be killed. You to, to, to the. They take you to look at look at you face um, the court, EFCC. face you see the way the EFCC are also operating. You I'm by telling the you, book. you know when these um, EFCC director general is it not Jega, the last one. Is it not Jega? Yeah. Okay. I no, Atari was Inek. Um, Magu, Magu, exactly. Um, you know, Magu, Magu had the case. Magu, Magu, my two of my cousins. Yeah. How they how how they shared how they shared the proceeds. Two of my cousins, their cars have been in ESTC for more than a year. They were no Yahoo boys. They were no Yahoo boys. They, they wouldn't give it to you. It's gone. And their car, they did not find anything on them, so they did not take them to jail or anything. They took them to the EFCC cell. They checked their phone, checked their laptop, checked them. They did not see anything. They seized their car and they told them to come back. Each time they call for their car, they say, one oh, guy that will sign is not around. He's not around. For one year plus, two of my cousins. The cars are gone. After, so, after some time, you don't know what after some time, you know they, will what among, they will say when, they sell it. They, they, they sold exactly. it. And they will, they will share it among themselves. <laughs> my cousin was sending sometimes 50,000 naira. They will call him. We need to sign someone that will sign. Wants to collect one fifty thousand naira. Even sometimes he has called me several times. Like, can I borrow him fifty thousand, seventy thousand? He has collected money from me a few times to sort these people, and they did not give him his car until Maguna had a case a few months ago. That Magu had a case. I'm telling you, all the cars they seized illegally, they released everything. Two of my friends collected their car back. I'm telling you, they just called them. No stress. They just called them to come to the station and they give them their car. You know why they did that? When I spoke to a lawyer about that, they knew that as at that time, if anybody that has something against Magu and it takes that case to the court, the person has like 80% or 90% chances of winning the case. Do you get? Do you get? So, Magu is... Can you imagine? Do you see that this thing... Can you just imagine? From federal level. Do you see... The reason why I'm saying this is I want you to yeah. know that this thing comes from federal level. Why is it that we are not even talking about state level? Why is it that when Magu had problem, two of my cousins that did not even know each other, two of them got there. One was Ibadan and the other one was in Lagos. I'm telling you, the one in Ibadan got his own, the one in Lagos got uh, his own. Uh, and they had their cars the week. Them. Because Magu was to be prosecuted. He has a court case. <laughs> is, and what, what does it, he have to do? He, which means Magu yeah. gave them the order. I'm in trouble, my my boys. Release everything but that can see. put me in more trouble. Yeah. I can't like personally. I don't like. I, 
I've lost hope. No, we don't have to. We don't have to. It's it's about it's about it's about coming. It's about coming together to restructure the country. Then again, we have to start this reorientation. You have to. Um. Um. Karen said something much earlier. People living above their means. You know, in a situation where a political yes, some of us, some of us, some of us put pressure on these people in public offices. How do I know? If you let's say you're a local government chairman, or maybe you're a director of one board, and your mom invites you for maybe a, a an advanced Thanksgiving in their church, and if you go there and donate in Salonera, your mom might even start crying. That is the African, that is the Nigerian situation. They might start, she might start you, that you, someone there to let me tell you. Let me tell How you, can a director we are, our of a board? We, we are highly educated. <laughs> and we have same things. To to make Nigerian youths to to stop doing Yahoo is is the simplest thing. If I become the minister of whatever, or I'm telling you, it's not gainsaying. It's something that if I can come up with, it doesn't take anything to come up come up with strategies to solve that problem. Karim, they These want to work. They don't have jobs. They don't have. They want to work. I'm telling you. So if you want to solve, they don't have jobs. Do you know what it means to be graduated since 2011 and you have never been employed? Do you know what it means to graduate since 2011 are unemployed? How will you attend university graduate two months since 2011? You are still not gainfully employed, and these persons are over 30. I tell them to just sit back. And they see people doing some shady stuff. They make money for it and have starters in their life. So they want to do some of these business people will, will celebrate it. This is where they got their money from. They, I'm not celebrating it. I'm not saying it's the way to go. But when people have little the options, to crime these is things not become killing them. The solution to crime is transparency in the government, providing jobs. But how many people do you want to kill? How many? They people don't do have jobs. Look at, look at Nigerians. They are idle. Do. See. When people blame girls in Nigeria, like majority of our girls do runs. See, in, I don't judge Yahoo boys, and I will no, never judge a runs girl because I'm telling you. So there are some limits that life will push you, and you just have to do that bad thing to survive. Some some of those girls. You no, know, it's 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 hypocritical to say. Um, uh, you can some some of us had some of us have options. options. Some of us are privileged. Some of us had a choice. Some people. Yeah, have we have we are privileged to have some so that and don't don't from your own point of it and say hey, I don't have a job now. Am I stealing? Am I a boy? Because that probably you. you came yeah. from a family that supports you. Maybe you don't pay rent and all that. Some persons graduated and, yeah. and they were supposed mm -hmm. to be the hope of the whole family. Because they all yeah, borrowed money. Yeah, mother went through a lot of pain to for them to graduate. Yes, so that they can start giving back. Some persons cannot even go home after graduation because they have to start working there and find something to do. That, that, result immediately. that was the sole reason they sent them away. Yeah, so I had friends like that when we were in university. After they, they did not leave for their various homes because there's nothing back there. They have to start, start it out. They have to face it. And you can't tell someone that's been a graduate in 2011, 2012, even 15, for five years, nothing to show for it. And you tell them to fold their hands. Come on, let's tell ourselves the truth. And the government is so the point is, yes, if this administration and the government to... cannot yield to the youth's demands, they should resign. It is not by force. It is not by force. They have failed us for 
so many times. If they can't do it, they should resign. And I think I'm so disappointed with the people. And I will suggest the army. The army is saying that their allegiance. Yes, it's crazy. Brota is crazy. He's been fighting Boko Haram for as long as I know. Now he's still losing. We all know Nigerian government sponsored Boko Haram. Yeah, you see. What are we talking about? I'm not surprised. So that they can have so much God allocation for God security. That is the security game, bro. vote of governor will increase. So that when they say, that when, is the only thing they, they, they put, they put five hundred <laughs> billion from treasury. All a plot. We use the money to do. We use it to do Boko Haram. Our soldiers so don't buy what? Our soldiers don't have. Our soldiers don't have ammunition. But they will be using that Boko Haram as an excuse to steal money from the treasury. Yeah, it's just a way, and 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 security votes. Of governors are being increased from 300 million to as much as 700 million because they think on oh, Nigeria we are fighting an insurgency. So, so governors Bukwara are is a strategy to steal money from the treasury. They are the Why is government granting Boko Haram um, amnesty, giving them jobs, releasing them from prisons, giving them jobs? And, and, and releasing them back to Imagine. sending some of them abroad already. Hey, anyway, <laughs> it's crazy. The, the, the pressure. The pressure of protesting outside Nigeria or in the shores of um outside the shores of Nigeria is the awareness. People start asking questions. Okay, a friend of mine called me, a Polish guy called me today from Pozna and said, Donald, I saw on the TV not good situation in Nigeria. Yes, he saw on the TV. If we start if they, ask, if they start seeing us in the streets of Poland, they start seeing us in their local television station. There's more awareness. People are now asking, what is happening? And there's more pressure on the government to do what is right. Yeah, because they don't like... Yeah, public yeah, yeah, they don't want public disgrace, one. And two, there are sanctions. Yes, or oh, you are treating these people wrongly. For doing this, you get this. You cannot travel exactly. to the EU anymore. You cannot travel to the US anymore. To that level. There's a travel ban on these people. These are what they are... Yeah, this, this is... This is what we want to do. This is this should be our aim protesting. That is it's not as if anybody can change it. No, because of the father, they can give them travel ban. They can even even charge them for yeah. war crimes already. There's a petition that we signed that people are signing. Yeah, yeah, I did. I, I did sign the petition as well. So we have to we have to see how we can have a reorganization of ourselves and not what we did the last time. So do it right and do it yeah. well. So for a better yeah, Nigeria, for a Nigeria we can be proud of. So we can boldly bring out our passports in, in any of these airports and we are not shy. I was here for 45 minutes in, in, in shopping airport because I had a Nigerian passport. Everybody that boarded that flight came to Warsaw that day. I think it was just myself and two other Nigerians that were here, three of us. And at the time they allowed us, they took our passport from us. They tried to question you because we are coming from a bad country, a country that the leaders have made us, they, yeah, they made true. war tag us back. There is no, there is no, there is no single respect. People, people that boarded that, that, that was like bullshit, like shit. People that boarded that flight with us, they forgot the probably they might have even forgotten they traveled from wherever to from Dubai to uh, to to Warsaw that day. They left and we still they were seated. Our father was taken away from us so for further screening. This is this is some of the things we have to start. Addressing. And another problem. 
problem that I feel like Nigerians are so gullible to is in terms of religion. They are so, like, say certain things like, oh, certain prayer points, personally, I, I feel like God doesn't no, do God, God, God wouldn't do things that you ought to do for you yourself. See the, you and see poly- the number of years. Exactly. And, 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 and the truth is, Exactly. Prayer cannot change the situation. You have been we praying have to, for years. We have, we, we have and God the, is like, you have stand to know the difference between God's, right. God's role stand and up our and role. do what you need to do. You understand? Nigerians are actually religious, dogmat- dogmatic yeah, in nature. Like people Everything are just is God, so God. They can even pray to God to bring electricity. You understand? No, it, it's also, it's also, it's also, Karim, Karim, Karim. When they want to separate us, they do it in two ways, across ethnic lines. So they made us. Or they made us line. They made us. Our parents. If they want to, they, we're they breaking the barriers yes. now. We're breaking the barriers. They made. They made them. Yeah. They. 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 they make you. No, it's not my brother. If you want to know we are brothers, live in Nigeria, then you know everybody's I mean, your you brother. Can look at what you, do so you it's know part of it. Happen in Nigeria, like no, it's just it's part of it. If their their son or daughter shouldn't marry other tribe and all that, I mean, oh god, I was, someone was telling me, someone in Poland was telling me like, a a boyfriend, uh, I think she's from Yoruba, and the boyfriend is Yoruba, and the Yoruba family, they've been together for like four years, and the Yoruba family were like, she cannot marry their son. I was like in 2020 that still happened oh my god i can't i can't i can't hmm. still no it's because it's because you went to tell I them mean, you know, i couldn't if you have gotten married yourself in poland or wherever you are and tell them and you tell understand. them uh, mommy you i have a child they will they just keep quiet <laughs> my parents can never I feel like our parents' generation is only a handful most of them. Most of them failed us. Most of them failed us. Yes. They, they, they tried to amass words. They tried to amass words for themselves and forgot about the whole thing. Let me give you a little history about University of Benin. University of Benin was, was um, founded in 19, 1970, yes. And between 1970 to um, 1990, they had a cafeteria. Students don't cook. They just go there. With the meal tickets, they eat. Students don't wash their clothes. They have the laundry service of the school. All systems were working. Trust me, the graduates between 1970 to 1980 are the current professors in the University of Benin today. They are the VCs, they are whatever. And these are the same person that enjoyed this leverage. They are the ones that are taking our university 10 times backward. The same thing amongst our politicians. Our, our parents' generation, they failed us totally. They failed us. They wanted money for their unborn children. They were so greedy, selfish, yeah. and they forgot the goal. And this is what we this is where we are today. Same ruling class since ninety right. since nineteen sixty. Same ruling class. Go to every state. Only few people break into this 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 class. This and most of them don't stay in Nigeria. Young entrepreneurs, young IT specialists. Once they make a breakthrough, they are out of Nigeria. Because you cannot you yeah. cannot stand the competition. They will break it down at all costs. So if you look at the rule, if you look we at the ruling, the ruling class. Yeah, if you look at the ruling class and everything, they've been same family, same family, same family since the inception of our country because they sold out. They sold us out. Chidera, 
it was nice having this this, this discussion with you guys. Um, it was really nice guys. having this discussion. Discussion, I really appreciate. No, and it has We have learned. We have apologize learned again you know, for your experience and, and just say that, like, I hope our fights. Yeah, there are not stories to be told, and the reasons why mm-hmm. we go out to end this bad governor. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah.